Welcome back to Two Angels on the Rocks. I'm Leo Vlodner. This is Abe Lovich. And today we will be going over the halfway point of the first round, some player drama, and more. But before we get into that, for a chance to be on the show, follow us on Instagram at Twigs on the Rocks Podcast and DM us Donnie, and you will be automatically entered for a chance to be on the show. All right, let's start off. Some big news regarding Boston Bruins goaltender Tuka Rast. Abe, you want to get us started? Huge news. The Vezina Trophy candidate, Tuka Rast, opted out of the playoffs as of game three. It's big news going down Boston, but you got to respect him for it. Like, he knows what matters most. Like, family matters, and he has to do what he has to do. Personally, I agree with you in that I respect it, but I've been reading a lot of articles. I've been listening to TV. I've been watching TV and listening to some podcasts. He's gotten a lot of hatred for this. People are saying that he's giving up on his team. He's just leaving his teammates behind. Personally, I wish he did this a little earlier. So, you know, he kind of – so we would have Halak starting or the Bruins would have Halak starting. And because you could clearly tell that he his mental game wasn't there for the first couple games. He wasn't as sharp as he could have been. And so for that reason, I wish he did it before. But I'm glad he did it now. And going over that, why pe- some people are saying he kind of, you know, left his team behind. He didn't speak to the Bruins head coach, Bruce Cassidy, about leaving. He only talked to Don Sweeney, the GM, about it, and then left. So I think that's pretty important. But he talked to Cassidy this morning, and they said they are in good terms and that they are doing well. But if he does want to come back, the, the NHL said that he can come back. And families, um, if, if the Bruins make it to the conference finals, families are allowed to come back or come to the bubble because there will be more space in the hotels because most of the teams will have been eliminated. Yeah. And also, like, in the absence of Tukarask, Halak played well in game three, so that's just what happens. But in other news, the head coach for the Montreal Canadiens, Claude Julien, he got sick with chest pains, but the Habs rallied back to win game two, five nothing against the Philadelphia Flyers in the light of Claude Julian. Yeah, it was a big win in response for Claude. They really played around, you know, the idea of him not being there, even though they lost game three, one to zero. Really losing Claude Julian has kind of rallied them, and maybe it's going to give him that extra push to get past the what seemingly unstoppable Flyers. So, yeah, it's great for them. Other news, Austin Zarnick of the Calgary Flames opts out to attend a family matter. So far, that's all the people that have left the bubble this past week. Um, currently, it is Monday, August 17th at about 6.30 p.m. So that's when we're recording this up to. That's when the news is up to. So we're going to get right into it with the series so far. Bruins versus Hurricanes. Right now, the Bruins are up 2-1. They haven't had pasta. The Bruins haven't had pasta since game one, but they did win game three without him. They look great. Krejci looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah, their power play was good, except for Shvekinov got hurt. He he poked the bear, and Chara responded. Everything seemed to be legal, but he's most likely out for the playoffs, according to his head coach, but they haven't gotten too much back yet. 
And even though a lot of the games in this series is tied going to overtime or one goal difference, it's been neck and neck between these two teams, and it's very entertaining to watch, and it can only get better from here. Yeah, especially because both teams are going to have to rally around not having their line one right winger. All their players are really going to have to step up. You know, both teams have started a combined four goalies to each. So we'll see where that goes. But, yeah, it should be a super exciting series. Maybe it goes to seven. I predicted it would go to seven. A lot of people predicted it would go to seven just because of how close the series is. Next up, the Islanders versus the Capitals. This one shocked me. Shocked me so much. I predicted in the previous episode that the Capitals would sweep, and I'm paying for it. It looks the Isles are up 3 nothing as of right now. Backstrom is out. Holtby is playing a lot better than he did, though, even though being down 3 nothing, but still not enough. Barzal had an OT winner, and things are – it's insane. Like, you have to accredit most of this win to Barry Trotz and – or at least I would personally, and it's been insane to watch, and wow. Personally, I just think it's really funny how Trotz left Washington because they wouldn't pay him enough money after they won the Cup. Then, then he signs with the Islanders. Now the Islanders play the Capitals in the playoffs, and the Islanders are up 3-0. I predicted a seven-game series, so it could still happen. But, you know, it's pretty unlikely. The Islanders are most likely going to win this one. And, yeah, most people are genuinely shocked by this. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting. That note, the Flyers are playing the Canadians. Another big underdog story uh, for the Canadians. They're only down 2-1. to one. But they do have, or they did win game two, five to zero, and they only lost game three, one to zero, off an amazing performance by Carter Hart. Uh, I believe it was 23 saves. And yeah, Carter Hart is playing outstanding. Yeah. And Carter Hart is playing outstanding, and Philly as a whole is a dominant, a force to be reckoned with. But the Habs have been having quite a lot of success, and I would attribute a lot of that to their starting goaltender, Carey Price. He has been unstoppable. He's been carrying this team, and I don't. He's probably the best goalie in the playoffs right now, out of what I've seen after this long coronavirus break. Yeah, I would agree. Him or Corpusalo, but I think I would give the edge to Price too. Just playing outstandingly, playing so well. I don't even know if that's a word, outstandingly, but it's he's playing. Really well. I don't know who knows, but he's playing really well. Game two that they won. Uh, even though Price had a shutout, he wasn't the main. He wasn't the star of the show. Really, just a whole team effort there. But I would agree with you. Price and Hart, the two goalies, are really the X factors in this series. True. And on to the next series. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. A rematch of last year, where the Blue Jackets swept Tampa, being the lowest seed sweeping the top seed. But now Tampa Bay is up three to one. But there was one game that. Shocked the world. Yeah, just I think I believe it was the third or fourth longest game of all time. A five overtime game. Five overtimes. The Bruins versus Hurricanes game, what started at eight. This game started at 3 p.m. Bruins game versus Hurricanes game started at 8 p.m. And they had to postpone it to the next morning because they're playing at the same rink because of how long it was. Uh, there were two records broken that game. Actually, uh, there are more than two, but two like main ones. Corpusalo. Um, goalie for the Blue Jackets had 85 saves, new NHL record, and Seth Jones had the time on ice record 
with over 60 minutes, just insane. It was nuts to watch. I was watching after each overtime period. I was like, okay, when is this going to end? Let's keep this going. But And then Braden Point scored the OT winner after five, and it was a nice shot. Corpusalo missed the glove, but he has been insane this series. He was insane in that game. He stayed strong for five overtimes, taking taking on the entire Tampa Bay offense, and he couldn't hold it until six overtimes. But that's over. That's more than two whole games. Yeah, if Corpusalo played any worse than he did that time, it would have easily been maybe like one overtime. Might not have even gone to overtime. Just insane how great he played. Moving on, first game or first series of the Western Conference, the Avalanche versus the Coyotes. The Avs are up 2-1. It took game one, 3-0, scoring all in the last two minutes. The Coyotes are putting up more of a fight than predicted, but even though the Avalanche are thoroughly thrashing them in each game, they're only down 2-1 because of their goaltender, Darcy Kemper, who is a god. He, I believe, broke his record for most saves in the playoffs twice this season his most recent record-breaking game was game three where the uh where the coyotes won and yeah just insane yeah that was it's been an exciting series and yeah but right now it's in the middle of game four at the end of the first period and the abs are up three to one but we don't know what's going to happen for the rest of that game but this that was game that's game four that's going on right now as we are recording this and yeah. now, All moving right. on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to point that out. Quick correction. Sorry about that. Right. Yeah, sorry. And moving on to the Knights versus Blackhawks. The Knights are up 3-1. to one. They've been playing insane. Their whole team has been going off, and they're a force to be reckoned with. They are a powerhouse striking. But, but the Hawks have been, have been fighting off elimination after being down 3 nothing. And Corey Crawford is playing amazing during this series. He's been having some spectacular saves against a great offense. Yeah, the Knights were up 3-0. Hawks had a valiant effort, including number one star of the game, Corey Crawford, who just absolutely stole the show uh, to win the game for the Hawks. The Knights are expected to win the series, not only being up 3-1 currently, but also being the way better team. I think they can hold on and win there. Leonard and Flurry are a great tandem. And, you know, like you would think the playoffs, most teams start one goalie, but many of these teams have started two goalies, like the Avs, the Knights, the, the Bruins, the Canes. Many, many teams have started more than one goalie, uh, including the Blues too. So it's just insane to see all of these goalies play, all of these different looks, especially after quarantine, a couple of surprise starts. So, yeah, moving on to the Blues versus the Canucks. Vancouver is up 2-1. to one. Quinn Hughes has eight assists and a goal leading um, the NHL, which is just insane as a rookie, as a rookie defenseman to be leading in, the, um, in points. It's just insane. Or not in points, he's in second. But uh, um, in assists, sorry. Just insane. Uh, the Canucks' power play is 33%, while the Blues is only at 13%, so that's a real game-changer there. Quinn Hughes, power play quarterback, playing insane. But the Blues won an overtime thriller 
in game three while with Braden Shen scoring on a partial break. But Jordan Bennington uh, was pulled after game two. Did not Jake Allen played the whole game. He played really, really well. So, yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, looking at that game, watching that series, I would say that Vancouver's just completely out playing the Blues. They're not playing like they did in the playoffs last year. The break hurt them, but they're still they're still fighting well. But Vancouver is is really putting up a show on them. And Markstrom has been playing great. Quinn Hughes, Bo Horvat, all have been amazing. Had all had great highlights. But now to move on to the next series the last series of the West, the Dallas Stars versus the Calgary Flames. The series is tied 2-2 two to two after Game 4. Joe Pavaleski had a hat trick in Game 4. This has been a very even series, very neck-and-neck neck the whole time. It's been quite exciting. Yeah, Tobias Reeder with three shorties this playoffs, too. is insane. Uh, yeah, it's very, very even series. Kind of surprised that Hudobin got the start over Bishop, um, especially because Bishop is one of the most uh, feared goalies to play against. It's one of the best goalies in the league, standing at 6'7", very um, imposing figure. Just very even series, hard-hitting, great scoring, very entertaining to watch. So we'll see what happens there. Probably going to be a seven-game series, who knows, but very, very entertaining. It's been back and forth. Just, yeah, you love to see it. Yeah. And for all of these matchups, this is playoff hockey. You never know what's going to happen. It's all been super exciting to watch, and it's been amazing. But the series is not over yet. There's still plenty of hockey to be played left in round one. But for now, I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blotner. We are Twigs in the Rocks, and thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great night.